Saturday, February 12th. There are four days until the arrival in Shanghai. Reginald, as you sleep, you feel something stir in your bed. You feel itchy. Your head itches. Uh Uh-oh. As you awake, you see a figure standing at the side of your bed. You can't tell who it is as it's too dark to see. But the silhouette is writhing. It leans closer and it says, Give it back. There's a knock at the door. You startle awake. No strange man writhing near your bed, no longer (laughs) itchy. Everyone in the room begins to wake up slowly, and the knocking happens again. Uh, Everybody roll listen check. So, uh, Reginald, you don't seem to hear anything besides the knocking on the door, but Chase and Chris, you both hear what sounds like some sort of music. Making my way downtown. (laughs) (laughs) like as far as you can tell the ship prior to this day and you've been on this ship for i want to say six days or something by this point to uh, hasn't had like just music playing over radios or anything like that so it's a little strange that you can actually hear it in your room it just sounds like music and you can't really tell where it's coming from and if if you go to describe it to each other it sounds like something different to both of you that's what I was going to say, what genre it was. And it's whatever so. genre you want it to be, because it's all you here, and it's not the same one that Chase hears. But yes, there's a man, there's somebody knocking at the door. On here, that music, the man talking really fast to some sort of really heavy bass. <laughs> oh, that's strange. I heard a young, energetic woman about singing about uh, washing her teeth out with whiskey. So that's, that's <laughs> odd. Well, we should probably see who's at the door. Oh, yeah, I got it. I pull out my pistol <laughs> I walk to the door. Do you open the door? What time of the day is it? Is it uh, I want to say it's uh, morning. It's uh, maybe about, like, it's a reasonable morning. Like, this is the time that, uh, you know how the, the ship attendants would come to your door and give you, like, a memo of what's going to happen for the day or tell you something? This seems like <clears throat> that usual thing. Like, uh, one of the ship hands coming to the door at this time of day. So early mor- morning, but like they've let you sleep in enough that it's fine. Okay. I crack the door open. Uh, as you crack the door open, what you see in the, uh, through the crack of the door is the steward, the same one that's been like with the, you know, voice that you guys really enjoy. Uh, he's standing at the door, but the door is open only slightly a crack, so you can only really see like part of him. You try and take one step in here, you're gonna be knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. At least that's the lyrics of the song that I hear right now. What do you need right now, son? Uh, he doesn't seem to be talking or anything. You can't see him fully through the crack in the door, though. He's not talking? No. I shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> As you go to shut the door, he uh, he stretches a hand open to open it a little bit further, and you see he's he's seemingly back to normal and doesn't seem to realize that he was acting a little off a second ago and he goes oh i have a message for mr william cartwright and he pulls a letter out uh, of his uh, jacket and he <laughs> he opens it up and he reads it out and he says dr song has awoke and would like to speak to you and he puts it back into his jacket uh with that uh i bid you all adieu and he bows and he starts to leave 
Seems kind of odd that he would read somebody's letter out loud to him. What if he, what if Dr. Song had said something like, William, I would like to profess my undying love to you. That, that hey, son, real, real quick, did he leave yet? Uh, he's on his, he's about to turn heel and leave. You can do something if you wanted to catch his attention or something. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'll catch his attention. Uh, you're gonna leave without asking, without getting attention. <laughs> he, he stops and then swirls on his heels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Sung hand you this letter himself? Yes. Well, his nurse handed it to me, but he's, he, he, wa he requested a telegram to send to Mr. William Cartwright to let him know that he has regained consciousness from his injuries and would like to speak to him immediately. Of course, of course. Uh, you feeling all right, son? Yes. He looks at you confused. I hold, I hold out in between two fingers, kind of like, like this. I can't wait for this. Like two quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I... Look me in the eye, son. Look me in the eye. You deserve a well tip. Uh, can I do a spot hidden and look in his eyes? See if I see anything. Oh, psychology check. Can I do a psychology check? Yeah, sure. To see Roll psychology. Oh, man. Uh, two and two zeros, so I, I got it. <laughs> it's not uh, a 200%. Nothing right? <laughs> seems off about him. Like, he, he he was... It's almost like he snapped out of whatever was causing him to be weird at the door, but he seems fine now. He, mm -hmm. he He's like the same person you've met every single time, like, bumpling kind of weird idiot. <laughs> like I don't he, notice anything weird. No, you don't notice anything weird, which is weird. Like, because he was being weird a second ago, but he's definitely not right now, which is... Not, nothing buggy. Nothing buggy, no. <laughs> he's got six million eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, was, I was looking he's for, like, you a, know... He's not just a skin suit being animated by a bunch of bugs. <laughs> yeah. God, that'd be horrifying. <laughs> or, like, um, what is it, the mummy? The good one, the Brendan <laughs> Fraser one, where it's like, do I see something? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's fine. What? Hmm. Oh, actually. All right, uh, he I, goes to I, reach for the quarters. Can I just... And I go up, 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 and I take his hand, and I place him in him. Now, if you hear anything suspicious, anything at all, I'm the man you want to tell first. Right? Right. <laughs> he winks at you. You weren't one of the people that snuck into the basement. Uh, it was it was uh, William and Reginald. So yeah, he actually has no reason to not like you. He doesn't like William and Reginald though, because they're they're to him they're hooligans that break rules. So yeah, the sooner you let me know, the sooner I can keep these two in line, huh? Ah yes, and you let me know if these two get up to any no good. <laughs> oh, if they get out of my sight again, I'll let you know. But I'll let you let you know. Uh, just after last night, I gave him a padlock. Oh oh. Good, good well learned, Patrick. <laughs> Absolutely, isn't that right, Reggie? Ah, I love a good paddling in the afternoon. You were show him that, show him that rump roast, show him that bruised rump roast, sir. <laughs> Reginald rolls out of bed naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be about my day, <laughs> and he starts to quickly turn heel and walk down. Uh, but that leaves you guys alone. I'm just picturing, um, you know how, like, socks used to not have elastic, so you had to wear, like, the little garters on your feet to hold up your, your long socks? <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing that's all that Reginald is wearing. <laughs> There's not even any socks attached, just the sock garters. <laughs> just the sock garters. 
Alrighty. Uh, so with that, it leaves you guys uh, alone in the room. Well, if Doctor Sung's awake, perhaps we should go see what uh, see what's so urgent. I I don't find it to be a coincidence that uh, it was him that was attacked by whoever at the beginning of this whole this whole trip. Maybe he has some insights into what's going on. Lay, uh, he he sits up and he goes, "I want to go with oh, you shit, guys you too." Here. Yeah, I've been here the whole time. I'm Fuck kind, of a, kind of a wallflower, <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's, he's getting I his mean, clothes Matt, on you, for the day. Could you, could you just uh, breathe a little more? <laughs> a little heavier on the breathing? That'd be, that'd be swell. Maybe we could tie it like a small bell to delay. You know, just so that we're aware when he's around. I do have a nasty habit of getting lost. <laughs> but yes, I'd like to come with you guys because it sounds like Dr. Song might be onto what we're onto. All right, well, I, I think that we should waste no time. I'm going to grab the flubotomizer and the flame bottomizer, and I'm going to put them in my bag. Have you done anything to the flame bottomizer? Or is it the still uh, the, the, like, click lighter? It's a very small click. I mean, if I had time to enhance it. <laughs> into a flamethrower? Can I make it a flamethrower? Yeah, well, you have that skill, and that's why I was saying you can like oh, do yeah. whatever you want with that stuff. Yeah, um, I like to use the ship's up. workshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pull out your suitcase, and it's like a work. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, that's up to you. Um, but yeah, for sure, seeing that we're fighting bugs, I would try to make it more aggressive. It's not just for lighting cigar uh, cigarettes anymore. Ooh. Now it can light cigarettes made out of roaches. <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> is it Let's still? Have... So wait, now is it still tiny, or did you make it bigger, or is it tiny and it just shoots a huge flame? Now? <laughs> I'm picturing the angry cricket. Like, yeah, just, just like. <laughs> 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 All right, that's cool. So, uh, with that yeah. said, let's. Uh, uh, you guys wanted to go to Doctor Song, right? Yes. Yeah, if, if there's like a ship shop on the way, I, I'm just gonna I'm trying to find a place to get buy bug spray. I'm gonna convince somebody spray. that, that yeah. there's bugs in our room and I just want I want a little can of bug spray. We'll say that you just did that, like I'm sure there's a tiny grocery, like, you know, little if you need aspirins and stuff, you can go here to get them and stuff. So on the way you divert while they keep going and stuff and you go to the shop to get everything. Something you do notice on your way to the shop is that like a lot of people you pat or not even out of the shop to the to the uh the the medical room too, is that like a lot of people are just kind of acting extremely strangely. And the music is a little bit, like, kind of, you can feel it. Like, it never got dimmer or anything like that. You'd think that, like, oh, if I got farther away from wherever the source of it is, surely it would go louder or softer. But it's just, say, stagnant. And you see people, like, some people are just kind of, like, like standing still and going like this. There's other people that are just, like, leaning against the wall with their head. Everybody's acting just very strange. Uh, as you do that, but you buy the bug spray uh, from the thing, so you could say that you have that, and then you arrive at the doctor's quarters. And as you enter the doctor's quarters, you find a few people with seasickness, someone who broke their leg, and a few minor other injuries being treated. You also see people that are like lining up almost out the door because they have headaches. Uh, people complaining about headaches and migraines. Um, and then a nurse guides you to a separate back room where Dr. Song is being treated. He lies on a stretcher, awake. He looks bedridden, uh, like he'll live, but he should stay here a little bit longer. Interestingly enough, another servant stands in the corner of this room, and it looks almost exactly like Wang Ma. 
Ah, William, I wanted to personally thank you for saving my life. If it weren't for you and your device, I would have been done for. Well, it's no problem at all. I mean, I am a doctor. I, it's the oath. I'm glad to see that you are, uh, that you're up and at him. Yes, yes. Uh, I usually, if I need anything, I have my servant here get it for me, and the nurses have been very kind. Yes, as I eye his, like, nearly identical looking servant. Did uh, we attend your funeral? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. I don't want to say y'all look the same or anything. Just uh, you look awfully. It's more similar. Like, it's it, because you can't see the servant's face. It's more like they're wearing the exact same clothing with the same stature and everything, which is what I mean by they look the same. So uh, oh, okay. at your at your questioning of the servant, though, um, Doctor Song says something in Mandarin. So if anybody has a speech check for Mandarin, I think William does, but I don't know if anybody else does. I do. I can listen to it real good. Yeah. I can listen to it real good. Sounds a lot like Chinese. <laughs> you want me to roll uh, language Mandarin? Yeah, go for it. Let's get some use out of that skill. Uh, I got a 27 out of 50. Oh, okay, my so you 50. got it. So you understand what he's saying. He says, it's okay, Lomai. The, I trust these people. You may show them. Um, and with that, the servant uh, standing in the room removes her hood. Uh, she stands proud, much like Wang Ma. Uh, looks, Low Mai's facial features don't seem entirely human. Uh, she has sharp teeth, a snout of sorts, and kind of ratty hair that grows in places they normally wouldn't on, like, other people. Um, she's also bulkier in stature, and her arms droop lower past her knees. And he says, My servants are of a race called the Chocho. I believe they are not human, but share a common ancestor. They used to dwell underground in the Amazon rainforest until one day something forced them out. They called it Zar. I found a small family of them and took them under my wing. They all stay in the steerage, um, but I usually have one or two come with me for, for personal assistance. I may look like I treat them like slaves, however, I consider them my family. I only put on a face in public to draw attention away from them. You said so oh. You said you attended one of their funerals. You must mean, did they did they put Wang Ma to rest? They put him somewhere. Took oh. off the ship, right? Oh, that's unfortunate. I have yes, he um, he unfortunately uh, expired after the altercation. I could not help him. I'm assuming they didn't follow my notes on how Cho Cho liked to be buried, did they? I don't know if they even had them. So, with Chocho, I have funeral supplies on this ship uh, because I lost a few of my friends uh, trying to obtain the book. Um, and uh, the Chocho, I wanted to bury the ones that I lost in San Francisco back in my homeland. And the Chocho require a very specific burial process when they die, something they've taught me. They wish to be buried in cases of salt so that Tsar, their vengeful deity, may leave them to rest when they pass on. And it's very unsettling if you're telling me that they, they did not do that. So I feel bad about that. Well, it is salt water. <laughs> there you go! <laughs> there you go! <laughs> you know, you always gotta look on the sunny side. That's, that's what, that's what we always say. That's that's <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> let's pray that's enough. <laughs> Uh, did you, did you have any questions for me, William? 
Well, I think that the most pressing issue upon the ship, I'm not sure if you'd be aware, but there seems to be, uh, besides the assault on you and the murder of, of your, your steward, um, there has been uh, insects, uh, malevolent insects on the ship. There is a, a gangster that has gone missing and seems to be wandering around with one arm. It just something is amiss. And now, and I'll kind of gesture at all the people lined up, uh, there seems to be this bout of, uh, of headaches and uh, people hearing things. Uh, yes. That's right. And there's all this damn music. Who's playing that damn music? <laughs> yeah, all... You hear it too. It's uh, It's like a marimba, right? Uh, sounds more like a, a young, rebellious teenager um, who's enjoying the time of her life to me. <laughs> it sounds like that uh, mating ritual that we heard back in the Kong. <laughs> right? Right, Reggie? You hear that? Um, like... <laughs> I actually don't hear a damn thing. <laughs> It's gone. Well, it's awkward if I just kind of do that. No one else is hearing it. Well, must be the panther milk that's protecting uh, our friend here. Suckled straight from the teeth. So you you mentioned bugs, and that kind of reminds me of something I believe I saw the night of my attack. Oh, Um, I believe that the person who attacked me may have been a servant of Leng Fu. In the night I, of the attack, I think I saw Gutierrez de Almacan follow me back for a bit to my room. And once I made it inside, I had Wang Ma guard the door. And the coast seemed clear, so I checked on my book. I've always been a bit paranoid of my precious artifacts. And after a few hour, hours, there was a knock on my door that awoke me from my sleep. I grabbed my lantern to see what it was, but Wang Ma had already answered the door. And a man, that Chad Peterson fellow from our dinner that we had rushed my servant and I remember there was something off about him he seemed to move unnaturally um I'm not sure how much you believe of the supernatural in this group but I'm not sure he was entirely human he lunged at me and I hit him with my lantern and he seemed to hiss at me when the glass shattered and some fire caught on him and then he slashed me across the chest but I don't I didn't remember I don't recall a weapon in his hands and I think that was a, him hitting me hitting him with a lantern was diversion enough to drive him off me because he grabbed my book before finishing me off and running away. So, mm-hmm. you mentioned bugs, though. Yes, we were accosted in the bowels of the ship by thousands of malevolent cockroaches. Hmm. I wonder if. And then when we to... when we visited, uh, what was the reclusive guy's apartment? Uh, Gutierrez. Uh, Gutierrez's apartment, it was, or his his cabin, it was decrepit and filled with insects as well. Huh. That they is seem strange. seem to be connected clearly. It's gotta be something. I, I believe, I believe it has something to do with my book. Hmm. Where is the, uh, do you have that book with you? Like no, on hand? He stole it from me. It, uh, that book... It is titled The Tome of the Red Jade, and in it is China's secret history. It is one of a kind. Uh, William, when I told you that the Nightmare Opium was not of this earth, I must admit that I know more than I let on. Uh, you see, oh? I am one of the few surviving members of an order of monks. Uh, our goal is to study and to enrich ourselves with knowledge, so I chose botany as my passion. Uh, however, our order of monks had another purpose 
and we were formed to keep the demons out of China. Uh, we have we have a storied history of fighting evils, and one such evil that has remained consistent is the elusive Lang Fu, the man responsible for the Lang Opium. And Lang Opium is not of this earth as far as I've been able to tell. It comes from a completely different reality entirely. There are chemical compounds that are consistent in our known universe, and Lang Opium possesses none of them. It is an alien by every definition of the word, but the Tome of the Red Jade is a book that will expose Lang Fu and explain Nightmare Opium and possibly give an answer as to how to stop both and uh, for once and for all. I discovered its existence in Europe. A man named Edward Chandler was in possession of it. Chandler is one of Lang Fu's generals, and he happened to be bringing the book with him to San Francisco. And I stole the book, and that's where some of my servants died in the process. But unfortunately, the book is written in Wu Chinese, so I was bringing it back with me to have it studied by one of the other orders of our, mo of our monk sect that still survives who chose languages as his passion. Um, so I wasn't able to translate any of it, but if we can get that book back, I think it would be vital in this investigation. <clears throat> well, you said this, uh, this creature uh, struck you, caused the wound without a weapon? As far as I can tell, I didn't, I didn't see a blade in his hand or, or anything. Hmm. Can we, can we see your wound? I mean, yeah, it's, it's healed after like, you know, four days and stuff. I mean, it's not completely healed, but it's, it's not like it's fresh or anything. It's, it looks like a couple of slash marks here that have been like, they have stitches in them still from the phlebotomizer. <laughs> and he has a slasher uh, on his arm too. Is it clean like the cut, like a razor, or is it a tear? Well, now it looks cleaner because it's been stitched and cleaned and, and slightly healed for a couple of days, but there's like, the scarring looks like it could be a bit jagged and and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, he's, he's got his chest open. Like, Doesn't seem to indicate a blade. Didn't feel like one either. <laughs> mm. Well, uh... Before I got on the ship, I cared little for the supernatural, but I don't think I can explain the things that I've seen. Uh, can I take a look at the wound using natural world to see if it, like, any other creature or, like, beast I've encountered might be similar to that kind of wound? Sure. That's 15, so that makes it. Natural um, is 16. It definitely doesn't seem, uh, like any beast you've seen. Um... Sure. It's got, like, a strange sort of patterning to it uh, that makes it seem not like a blade, but also not, like, just, like, a beast going like that. Like a claw it's mark? A, doesn't look like a claw mark? Yeah, it just looks very, like, strange is all it is. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to think. Perhaps, now that we know that Gutierrez was somehow involved along with, uh... I don't know, the mobster... <laughs> His name I alluded uh, Bunny Bates. Uh, Bunny Bates. Bunny Bates. Perhaps <laughs> we can look and see if they had any, um, we've searched their rooms, but perhaps they had cargo containers or something in storage. If I was a set of insects, I would try to stay away from the light. You Maybe that's a place to look. Do you think the insects are under their command or something? Or maybe the they are under the insects' commands. Who knows? Oh my. I implore you, if I... I'm not sure if I'm cut for taking on Lang Fu in my old age as much as I wanted to after the whole ordeal with Edward Chandler getting the book and this. 
uh, barely, <laughs> barely living after one thing attacked me. Uh, I would, I, I hate to do this to you, but I wonder, can I entrust you, your group, to potentially take up my stead? Oh, we'll kill him. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, oh. nothing quite as exhilarating as a manhunt. <laughs> yeah. The absolute euphoria you feel on a manhunt. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So killed much. me. It's going off. The absolute euphoria. I'll help. I'll help any way I can. But for now, I think the only thing that can truly help is finding that book and getting it translated. Uh, but any resources I can provide to you, I will try. As soon as we get off this damn boat. Well, I think that we're going to have to survive the trip. How far out are we from... Uh, I'll look at my compatriots. How far away from China? Uh, four days. <laughs> well, we've, we've taken the long route. Uh, <laughs> underneath the southern tip of Africa. Coming back up. <laughs> <laughs> Been a long this trip. This was this was the scenic cruise. It said it very clearly on the pamphlet when you signed up. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, uh Doctor Song. Um, if I may, one thing you could help with immensely. And now, always keep an ear out any anything you may hear. But also, uh, while well, we we could use a little money. <laughs> I'll you know I'll... to to gr grease the palms you know around here to to get information. You did offer your resources, after all. I unfortunately have not much on me, on my person, but if you were to go to my room, there's a few things I can give you. Uh, yes, you can take as much money as you need, don't worry about that. But, William, if you would like the notes that I have on laying opium, now that I've... I think you're a bit more ready for them now. Uh, I can give you those notes, as well as a few notes I've taken about uh, the botany that you can use possibly to your advantage with your uh, strange gadgets. It would be much appreciated. Anything that can help us overcome these evils. Yes. And with that, and, he starts to kind of... I'll, I'll take whatever money you have now. <laughs> in case, you know, on the way to your room, we, we encounter any sort of opportunities. He starts to get a little faint, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I I need to I need to rest some more." If, uh... but yes, uh, he he gives you uh, he he waves to Lomai, uh, and Lomai produces a key out of her sleeve, and she hands it to you, and she's like, "You can use this to get into my room. Um, I hope whatever you find in there will help you." And uh, he uh, he starts to kind of rest back against his uh, bed and a nurse comes in and says, I think it's time, uh, he's, he must t rest some more, so if... No problem. As, as he rests back, I'll, uh, I'll just help myself, and I go to his jacket. <laughs> his jacket doesn't have <laughs> anything in it. He, he got attacked oh, in right. his pajamas. Yeah, so he, they just rushed him here in his pajamas, so he, he doesn't right, have no, anything no problem. in him. Care. <laughs> <laughs> you steal his slippers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. With that, uh, you are outside um, of the uh, the doctor's office because the nurse has rushed you out. As as we're leaving, I pull um, pull Reggie aside. Hey, Reggie. Yes. 
You remember when we were in the jungles of Thailand and you were training in Muay Thai to ah. fight a Bengal tiger? You remember that? Yes, that tiger. I mean, he didn't use the Muay Thai, but uh, <laughs> like, 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 like I thought he might, but uh, I bested him. He, yes, yes, you remember his, that. Claw marks like right on his side. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. You remember the ritual of cleansing you did in that cave with the fire? Oh, I lit, I lit the cave on fire. <laughs> Is that a ritual? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you got it wrong. You're supposed to use the fire on you. But you, anyway, uh, on the cave, on the walls, I, I, I did see a strange writing, and our, our, our tour guide did tell us. She translated, they feared a man that only spoke in rhyme. Do you think it could be this... This Lang Fu character. <laughs> oh, it's some weird deep lore you just I'm made kidding. up. <laughs> I have killed one rhyming man in my life already. I'll put another one in the ground like that. <laughs> just, just Why is it in a cave in Thailand? <laughs> this is some completely different rhyming sorcerer. <laughs> I literally had no plan when I pulled up a sign about how I was going to get there. <laughs> Just I was like, he always speaks and rhymes. I made it all up as I was saying it. Great. That's wonderful. I don't even think that panthers are native to Thailand. <laughs> so, um, I just guys... wanted to check. Let's go. <laughs> did you guys want to go to Dr. Or what did you guys want to do now? Wow, we have a oh. lead. Let's. Dr. Song's room, yeah. Okay, so on your way to Dr. Song's room, uh, Lei kind of is talking to you all, and he, he's kind of talking openly, openly about it because everyone that you pass seems to just be otherwise occupied with just something strange. And he's like, so I want to hear I want to hear theories. What do we think is happening on this boat? What do you What do you guys think is happening on this boat? Uh, well, there are some sort of bugs. Hmm. These bugs are either, as we said previously, either controlling these uh, these individuals or uh, being controlled by one of them. I don't know. Bugs and bugs and these freaky bugs. We gotta kill them. <laughs> That's what I kill them all. Uh, hey, hey, Doc. Uh, Doc, would you mind? Uh, I mean, can you like give me a medical exam or any of these people around here? Just a, a quick once over. Like maybe you're finding something. Hey, maybe you can help. Of course, I mean, uh, you know, I'd be happy to. I'll, I will proceed to give Mr. Wessel a physical. <laughs> Drop I'm like, I didn't mean me, I'm not one of these people living against the wall. I don't know that. I'll go look at one of the people and see like if they have like dilated pupils or anything weird. So here's the thing. You, you walk up to them, and as soon as you like kind of touch one of them to like... Uh, to like investigate them a little bit, they immediately snap out of it. They're like, "Oh, hi! Can I can I help you?" And he he kind of like brushes his jacket, looks at you like you're the weird one, and goes down the hallway. I'm just gonna hmm. push one random person that I see that's like spacing out. Just <laughs> see what happens. You push this rather large man, and he falls to the ground. And he's like, "Oh, are you? What are you doing?" <laughs> Oh, that was... What am, what am I doing? What are you doing? You just watch my spot again. This guy watched my spot. <laughs> and he sits up a little bit. 
as we walk down the hallway then, I just want to kind of reach my hand out. You know, like, when you're strumming your hand along a fence and hitting all the posts? <laughs> just touching yeah. everybody. <laughs> like, activating people they all as kind we of, walk down. Yeah, they all just kind of like, what the heck is going on? And stuff, and then they just kind of walk down away. Um, but just to kind of keep the ball rolling, you guys do make it to Dr. Song's room. Um, you open the door, and it looks the same way that you saw it last time you saw it, William. Nothing's changed. It's a room full of botany and everything like that. If you all want to roll spot hidden to see if you find different things in the room. Uh, I passed. I got a 48. Nice. Not 55. 37. 20, 21, which makes it under the 25, because I don't have this as a skill. Alrighty. Yep. So, I'm uh, looking for cash. <laughs> yeah. So all three of you passed, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Max, you beeline it for his wallet. Like, it's almost like you have a sixth sense where it is. <laughs> uh, uh, on the table, William, you find a stack of uh, journals. Um, and then uh, you find, like, a chest next to the journals. So you you take you take a look through some of the journals. You find interesting botany notes and everything like that. He did say you can have them, so you can choose to take them if you want. And inside the chest, uh, the key that you have that opened the room also seems to open the chest. Um, and uh, you open it, and it's got a special journal inside of it uh, that has, like, a symbol on the front of it. Um, and that, flipping through it very briefly, you notice mentions of Langopium. So this must be the journal about laying opium that he mentioned that you can have. Um, put it in my leather doctor's... Oh, I'm going to put it inside my breast pocket so yeah. it's close to me. And then, uh, Reginald, what you find, you're looking around the room for anything interesting, is there's a spot on the floor where it looks like blood was, but it's been cleaned a little bit. Um, mm. Meaning this might be where uh, Dr. Song was uh, stabbed and fell down. Um, and you, you, using your kind of huntery instincts... Like, kind of look around the area, and when you look down, you can see underneath uh, this, like, uh, cabinet that's up against the wall, and you notice that there's three dead roaches. Mm. I would like to inspect- I'll point them out to my comrades, and I will inspect them myself. They're dead roaches. Well, like, <laughs> uh, is there any- well, I'd like to roll perhaps a track to see if I can figure out where they've come from, or where they were going. Oh, sure. Yeah. Reggie, do they taste like traditional roaches? Ah, uh, well, I don't have the special sauce they serve <laughs> when we ate those in the Congo. Oh, uh, I got a 28, which is more than enough to track. You definitely notice that they come from the hallway, but it's been six days since these roaches have, like, died. So the, the tracking is, is kind of hard to follow after that point. <laughs> Um, and not only that, but they've cleaned the hallway every single night since then, so, like, they've kind of washed it away a little bit. Um, but you did know that they came from the doorway. Mm, <laughs> these are hallway roaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take one of the roaches, I'm gonna fill a cup with water, pour some salt in it, and drop the roach in. I'm gonna spin it around and be like, yeah, that's a dead roach, alright. <laughs> I was gonna say, now you have a dead roach in water. <laughs> Still dead roach. Very then dead. Yep, the 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 rehumidifying did not do anything to the roach. Uh, Lay comes up to uh, to uh, William and he goes, "What do you got there?" And then, mid sentence, you all wake up in your room. Mm. You don't remember going to sleep. None of you seem to. But it's now Sunday, February thirteenth. Is that a day? Is that the next day? Yeah, it's the next day. <laughs> On the docket for today is Sunday Mass in the Ship Chapel and three days until you arrive in Shanghai, but 
And the, the music seems to be a little bit louder now. Uh, and Reginald, you hear it as well, too. Uh, mm. Lay wakes up with a headache and he's, like, rubbing his head. It's like, what happened? Did when? What did we do? I'm going to go look in my bag and make sure that none of my uh, special chemicals are missing. No, it's all there. Hmm. Do we have all the things we acquired from the room last yesterday? Yeah, yeah, it's all on you. Hmm. If anything, there's one thing you notice, Reginald, with your with your luggage, is that somebody seems to have gotten into one of your things. Is there anything missing, or just something is missing? But can you can't quite put your brain uh, like mind on what it is. Something, mm. yeah, something you got a bit ago, but it's it's gone now. But it wasn't really important. That's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody definitely rifled through your things, though, and th like and all the all the stuff you really need is still there. So I don't know what they were after, but that's that's the only thing that's out of place. Max says, uh, uh, "Someone seemed to have rifled through my things. All the cash out of Doctor Son's wallet. It's gone." <laughs> Damnedest thing. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. <laughs> <laughs> these these damn thieves—they have no uh, honor, respect, <laughs> guile. Or... <laughs> Man, if I ever met a thief, I would just take the phlebotomizer to him for hours. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Man, that's that's right. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Did I ever tell you the, the only thing that I hate more than a thief is a liar? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that just makes me so angry. Lay, Lay like, licks his lips because he feels just very dehydrated. He's like, I think I'm going to go to the... He looks at the the watch on his wrist and the watch on the wall to make sure they're saying the same time. It's like, I think I'm going to go to the dining hall to get something to eat. You, Whatever you guys want to do. He's just, he gets up and he goes... What time is it? It's in the morning, right? It's the morning again. Yeah, it's the same right. time as when you woke up the night, the day before. I could go for a ham omelet. Yeah, I, if I am feeling a bit peckish before, maybe we go try to figure out what is going on on this damned ship. Yep, I could, I could really use a wake up whiskey. Wake <laughs> yeah. up, goes quite like whiskey and a ham omelet. <laughs> whiskey and a ham omelet. I'm, I'm in. I just look down the hall. Are people still being weird? There doesn't seem to be anybody in the hall. Oh fuck! How about the dining hall? Uh, you get so when you guys go to the dining hall to eat breakfast, they all seem to be there. They're all eating. It's like a normal day again. It's weird. Mm hmm. Yep. The normalcy seems to be putting me on edge. Hmm. And the music is still playing, by the way. Oh, in our heads. Yeah. It, it, does, it doesn't get louder anywhere we go? Nope, it stays stagnant no matter where you are on the ship. Anything happen when I put my finger in my ear? When I kind of did this? No. That's another concerning thing. <laughs> it doesn't make it quieter or anything. It still sounds okay. just as loud when you do that. Okay. I don't feel any legs. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just listening to the music. I'm like, who's P. Diddy? And I, I'm, I wonder if this is what waking up like him feels like. I'm in Olay's just like I, somebody's talking about skater boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're definitely not good enough for her. 
Um, as you guys are eating your breakfast, uh, suddenly the door to the uh, dining room bursts open. And uh, Father Alvarez falls to his knees as he crashes through the double doors. Behind him, a man with one arm, wearing a very oh disheveled purple jacket, walks in behind him, and using his only good arm, puts a gun to the back of Alvarez's head. Bunny Bates, looking crazed and dirty, like he hasn't slept or showered in more than a week, yells at the top of his lungs, Alright, nobody move a muscle or I put a bullet in the good father's head! And obviously everybody in the dining hall screams and or looks in shock as this is happening. Uh, I kind of look over at Reginald. Reginald's like slowly putting his hand to his gun. <laughs> Uh, you're good at, I'm like, you're good at talking, maybe you can, uh, <laughs> calm the man down. I stand talking. I stand talking. <laughs> I, I finished the rest of my morning whiskey, and I'm, uh, <laughs> and then I put my hand in my pocket, and I say, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Bates. How do you, I have how your do you watch. know my name? How do you know my name? I have your watch. My watch. He, he looks down as if he's looking at his wrist, but the kicker is that's the arm that's missing. So he's like, what? No, no, you don't have my watch. I have my watch. There's no way. This is a one-of-a-kind embroidery on this watch. No way. No way. You can No, you can't have my watch. <laughs> I have my watch. No, there's no way. And he, he hits himself in the head a couple of times. Get out. Get out. Look, Mr. Mr. Bates, yeah, you seem to be distressed. Why don't you? Why don't you just take a moment, enjoy a, a breakfast whiskey with us, and <laughs> and let's talk. Because I don't know if you know who I am. My name's Max Russell, and I'm a man that can always help you get what you want. What I want is to. I want it out. But no, no, the the. The father's gonna get it if if none of you don't move. Don't you dare move. Uh, somebody, anybody can roll spot hidden if they want. Nice. Probably not Max because Max is thoroughly engaged with uh, uh, Bunny. <coughs> I'm waiting on my charm check. Twenty four. <laughs> you can I'm waiting for my charm check. <laughs> uh, so you said twenty four. Yep. Did you get it? Yep. Alright, so you're kind of like scared, but you can you don't turn your head terribly much because you're worried that this unhinged man might like do something about it. Um but you can see if you look over to the side, uh Charlotte and Ginny, and Charlotte goes to reach for something inside of her purse, and then Ginny mouths something to her to tell her to stop doing that. Um I want you to roll one more spot hidden for that. That's a thirty. Is that My under? spot hidden's at 45? Yep. Okay. Uh, you can tell he's mouthing the words, it would kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlotte decides she looks very stressed, like she's thinking about it, but then she takes her hand out of her purse. Nope. For later. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the, the, the smooth talker continue unless. Unless I think that the the presence of a doctor might uh, calm down Mr. Bates, but I I, was I know that just Wessel about to bring that up. Go for it. <laughs> you're, you're yeah. Go for it. 
I'll look, look here, Bunny. Why don't you just calm on down? You know, you'll you'll help get it out. You'll you'll quiet all those voices with a little little breakfast whiskey, maybe a double. And right here, I got the best doctor available on board. The only doctor who's ever invented the phlebotomizer, the the cure all for all things. And of course, this. We got medicine, and I place a bottle of panther milk on the table. <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't want me to do that. He wants he. Ah! God, I don't want to do that. Ugh. Well, it's all right. Hold, hold, hold on one second. Let me just—I got another bottle of medicine. Let me let me take it out over here. All right, let me take it out. I pull out my thirty-two and I shoot him. Oh dang! Roll, uh, <laughs> roll, shoot. As soon as he shoots out, Reginald will pull too. Sorry, this is this is a good one for me. Forty-two. I got it. It's, it's seventy on mine. Alrighty. And okay, so you're gonna wait and see what happens after he shoots. So uh, you go to shoot him. Uh, you do. You you get him in the shoulder. Probably the same shoulder you shot him in last time. <laughs> uh, his shoulder kind of like pops and explodes off. He falls to the ground. Father Alvarez immediately stands up and runs away from him. Um, as he's falling to the ground, he drops the gun and it skitters ac across the floor. And he's like, ah, it's, <sighs> and he's laying on the floor and he's terrified. But then he like stops for a second and sits up very quickly and he goes he he finished and he looks at you with a terrified face and he goes he he's in the cargo hold number 14 go and then his head just explodes like <laughs> you aren't entirely sure what happened yeah shoulder took its time came back up through the rib cage and out through the head but his head high five Reggie. That was so impressive. His head explodes. It's like someone that hits a really good shot and pull, you know, <laughs> like it didn't mean to. His head explodes and he falls back onto the floor. All of you roll sanity for that. <laughs> okay, so you didn't. I did pass. not. Uh you take one D six worth of sanity damage. Um, because that was probably the most serious thing you've seen. <laughs> Everything else was like you and Reginald having a fun time. You never really saw a man's head explode like that. <laughs> I, well, I, rolled a, I, rolled a, I rolled a six. Yeah. So oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm so gonna that happened. I'm going to use motion to quickly run over to the couple that I'd seen before. Because uh, if shit's going to go down and this lady has something that will kill us all, it sounds like it could be something big. So I'm going to go try to... Uh, see what she had really quick before they they've skadoos. Um, okay, so uh, as you know, the head explodes. There's kind of chaos in the lunchroom. Everybody starts to run and everything like that. You go uh, to get to them, but too many people get in your way as you're trying to kind of get past them. And by the time you see where they were, they seem to be gone. Oh, damn. All right, I'll get back to my friends then. But something you noticed uh, as as the as like people start to leave the room and the room starts to empty out is that um, the music it stopped, but then it starts up again and it's louder than it ever has been and it sounds like organ pipe music and all of you hear the same thing now. I'm uh, I'm imagining in the Ghana Navita from 
I, I, I stumble back to my friends. Well, I'll stroll over to the body, whiskey in hand, and examine it. Uh, super disheveled, dirty man who has not slept in maybe more than a week. Uh, his head is gone. There are a few dead roaches where his head was. Um, mm. And then uh, a couple, as you can see, it looked like people stepped on him as they were running out of the room. So there's like a couple footprints of dead roaches. So it's almost like his head exploded. And in the detritus of all the gore, there was also roaches that shot out of his head. Arrow with roaches. That'll do it yeah, again. I have a feeling there's uh, some of those roaches crawling around my head playing music. Uh, I guess we go to Cargo Hold 14. Uh, if I could just say, honestly, the gentlemen, uh, I don't think he's going to need his watch, so if you don't mind, I'd like to keep it. I mean, it's all yours. Kind of it's a, all yours. I mean, it's kind of like a trophy, isn't it, Reggie? It's like a trophy. I didn't think a thirty-eight could blow a man's head clean off, but I mean, we all saw it. Especially through the shoulder, Lace. <laughs> it's a hell of a I mean, shot. It's not about where the shot lands, it's about how you shoot it. Uh, ah. As you... As you guys are talking, you hear screams start to come from down the hall. Uh, and there's a little bit of a turbulence happening on the boat. Like the boat being turbulent? The boat is shaking a little bit more than it was a minute ago. Before, it was almost kind of, you know, it was a pretty smooth ride. But now it noticeably feels like you could get seasick if, if this goes on long enough. Well, that's a problem. Uh, uh, run to the screams, I suppose. Alrighty. So, uh, doing both, because in order to get to the cargo hold, you basically have to get uh, through the other end of the ship down into the cargo holds. So you have to go to where all the, the, the people who operate the boat actually are. Um, and uh, you start to run, and you get to the deck. And when you get on the deck, you see just a bunch of these like horrifying nine foot tall crab monsters with like they look like crabs and then they have like tentacles coming out of the front of them and they're kind of like picking people up and throwing them off the boat and some of them are eating people and stuff like that and they're, they're kind of in the way on your way down to the cargo hold avoiding that <laughs> well, I'm, oh no, I'm pulling out my big gun <laughs> the big 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 gun is there, is there a way around <laughs> no you gotta go through him. I, oh god! Reginald, Reginald's already put all the big gun, loading it. He's ready to go. I pull, out the, I pull out the modified flame bottomizer. Nice. <laughs> you guys ready? To pull out my my handgun and my bug spray. <laughs> How many of these nine foot tall crab monsters I, are there? Can I can I do an accounting check to see what I think our shot is of getting through? this unscathed or unnoticed you know uh, like sure. like uh, uh to answer both questions yeah. yes you can do that uh there are five of them on the deck oh shit it could be in count accounting or appraised do you like appraised better i don't know how good either of these is gonna really help <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> so you can do whatever you want the worth of your life uh, Reginald, did you want to take a shot at one? How about, how about navigate? How about navigate? Navigate work? Yeah. Navigate? That's uh, that's one of my top skills. Thirty-one. Alrighty, and then red passed by a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I passed. I passed with a ninety. Alrighty, so uh, a you a navigation you would be able to get through if you get lucky enough 
Um, like, there's one in the way, and as long as you can get around that one, you'd probably have smooth sailing. You wouldn't have to worry about the other four that are on the boat. Um, but the kicker is, Reginald takes a shot at one of them, and the bullet just kind of bounces right off. Uh, the, the shell of the thing is too strong. But, as he does, uh, you see the shot, you look down, and you're like, what? But then, as that happens, three more bullets ring out, and they hit the thing, and the thing actually goes down from it. Um, and behind you is Sam, and he's holding a shotgun. Uh, and he's just like, Oh, hey guys! Uh, you look like a sharp shot! Here, why don't you take this? And he throws the shotgun to Reginald. Um, ah, and then he, he pulls a magnum out of his coat, and he goes, why don't, You guys gotta get to a cargo hold vault 14! I'm gonna help everybody on the deck! Uh, yeah, yeah, good idea! Let, let's run! Uh, maybe you wanna trade? I got this 38... <laughs> Then I would have Me nothing. <laughs> and he goes out oh, no, no, and you he starts to, 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 to shoot oh, I, some of the other ones. I, I do have a special shotgun, my boy, and I'll hand Max my extra... I have an extra shotgun that I've had for a while. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. Already. That's the one. That was the one that we need to get. We gotta run, guys. Boys, yeah. it's time to go. <laughs> so you make your way through all the, the chaos on the deck. Uh, you can see Sam kind of helping people out, his magnum seeming to do the trick um, as things yeah. are just dying. Look at that magnum. Dang. It's so, cool. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. Um, like, so you get into the inside of the of the ship, and now you see stairs going down into the cargo holds. But you also see on the stairs a few of those crab monsters coming up towards you. Well, I have <laughs> at it, old boy. I'll try to shoot with my uh, the new shotgun. The new shotgun. Okay. The, the exact same ninety. That's all pass. That still passes? How the fuck? Yeah, my, fire, much my regular have? shotgun is a 90. So, uh, that gun seems to do the trick. Uh, you blow off a part of one of their heads and the thing seems to go down. Uh, there's another one still kind of coming at you. But you just shot, so you need to reload. Um, so anybody else can do something. I'll try to shoot it with a flame bottomizer. Damn. <laughs> Roll was a 17. Okay, so you did get it. Uh, so when you go to do it, uh, you click one time and it's like, huh. You click again and the thing goes off way more than you thought it would. Like a, just a gigantic <laughs> ball of fire shoots out. And now here's the thing. The crab is like wet. So it doesn't catch on fire or anything, but it does Steam. burn it enough and it steams it a little bit, which is funny because like... Uh, it changes the color of it a little bit, almost like when you cook a lobster. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, turn color. So the, th and so the front of it is, like, kind of steamed. It screams this horrifying scream. And then it falls in between uh, the spiral staircase all the way down to the bottom. And you can hear it, like, crunch when it hits the bottom. <laughs> and that I leaves the staircase some open. Butter. <laughs> yes! Yes, that's a good one! You're learning! It's learning. <laughs> it's learning. All right, so you reach the cargo holds, and the cargo holds look like a long, wide hallway with some branching hallways equidistant from each other. Uh, between each hallway are gigantic barn-style doors, each with numbered, each numbered with bold letters. Uh, you are currently next to door zero one and zero two. Run to fourteen. All righty. <laughs> yep. As you go down the hall, just before door 05 and 06, you hear a strange... wooing. Mm. And door 06 is slightly opened. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't look in! Just keep going! A strange... a mooing? Mooing. Mm. 
I would like to roll natural world. Alright. That's a one that's a ten. Ten, so you got it, I'm assuming? Yes, yes. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of dairy cows. <laughs> ah just straight up cows. Well, Fine, I'm sure they're upset by the, the rocking and rolling of the boat. Don't keep going. Don't look in. Just keep going. I mean, he's, I mean what, what What? if they're being eaten by crab? Well, what are we going to do? Save the cow? We have priorities here, man. These are the moral dilemmas on board the slow boat to China. Just close the door without looking. <laughs> so, uh, as you pass... Uh, bye, I'm assuming, are you guys, is anybody looking? I'm beelining now, I'm beelining. You're beelining, okay. Yeah, after I heard what it was, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah as, as you get closer to it, you hear this, you don't see anything. Mm. You hear what sounds like a, a large metal, like, thing shaking around, mooing and, like, strange tearing noises, and then it just all stops. Yep. Glad we didn't look in there. Circle of life, boy. Circle of life. I literally am gonna. I literally am gonna close the door. Like pull the door closed as we go by it. Like if I can latch it from the outside, I do. Oh God. Cows yeah. eat the grass. The crabs eat the cows. Just the way the it goes. Crabs eat the cows. <laughs> Everything the light touches. Everything the light touches. Alrighty. <laughs>